You're listening to Walk the Way, a podcast about finding the best lessons on life from pop culture, movies, books, and TV. I'm your host, Stephen Kent, and today I'm talking to you a little bit about an article that I wrote for our website, thisistheway.substack.com. It's called, When I Watched a Friend Nearly Die. It's not as bad as it sounds. It was a close call, but it reminded me of something really valuable that I learned from reading a Star Wars book. Quite a few people die every year doing my hobby, rock climbing. Compared to drowning deaths or even deaths weightlifting in gyms, maybe it's not that much. It's roughly 30 people who fall every year rock climbing outside or inside at gyms. And just yesterday on my climbing gym group text, There was yet another story shared about a college-aged climber making a fatal mistake out on a wall, and it sometimes feels like it happens more often than it does. Hell, just, you know, a couple of months ago, one of the coaches at my gym almost died, uh, falling from atop one of the indoor walls. He forgot to clip himself into the rope, into his harness, and he fell and had to be taken away by a helicopter. And I just wonder, like, how on earth does that happen? It is so careless. He was climbing without a rope, and he didn't even know it. One final story, a more personal one. Uh, I was out at Buzzard Rock in Virginia two months ago climbing with some friends, and one of them fell. She could have been killed. Uh, This was a very experienced climber, you know, uh, and we needed to rappel down the mountainside, the big rock face, and... My friend did so without having any of us double-check her ropes or the knots that she had tied before going down. And so she fell. You know, we heard a yelp and a crash as our friend hit the rocks down below. She bounced off the rock surface and then tumbled down the mountainside about 15 feet before she eventually was stopped by a tree, which saved her from going any further. Uh, I mean, it's really a miracle, like remarkably no broken bones, just a tons of scrapes and ugly cuts. And she was fine. Like she was really banged up, but she continued to to climb that day. Um, Her rappel system had worked. The ropes did not snap. Her harness was completely fine. So I'll give you a little cliffhanger for the episode. Uh, What happened? I have to think a lot about this. I'm not the only climber in my house. It's the sport of choice for my wife and for my daughter. We do it together. Uh, The other day, I was reading Star Wars, Master and Apprentice. It's a book by Claudia Gray about the apprenticeship of Obi-Wan Kenobi under Qui-Gon Jinn. And something stood out to me in the book that was the answer to this. Kenobi is young. He's very frustrated by his training under Qui-Gon. He thinks Qui-Gon dislikes him, and he doesn't trust him to do more difficult missions or combat forms and tasks. And so in Obi-Wan's regular lightsaber training sessions, Qui-Gon has refused to advance him to the more advanced techniques of combat. You know, the cool stuff like spins and flourishes, the moves that make a warrior look really, really cool in battle. Now, Kenobi has asked his master many times to explain why is he not being allowed to advance, and Qui-Gon will never tell him. Then, 
they have a near-death experience. Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon get surrounded. They, you know, they fight all their way through, and Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon both survive. And so Obi-Wan feeling like, all right, I, I almost died. Like, I want to know, why did I have I not been taught the advanced techniques? Qui-Gon finally then answers. And this is what he says. Many Padawans, and full Jedi Knights for that matter, forget that the most basic technique is the most important technique, the purest the most likely to protect you in battle, and the foundation of all knowledge that is to come. Most apprentices want to rush ahead to styles that are flashier and more esoteric. Most masters let them, because we all find our preferred form eventually. But I wanted you to be grounded in your technique, to understand the basic cadences so well that they become instinct so that you would be untouchable. Above all, I wanted to give you the training you needed to accomplish anything that you set your mind to later on. Obi-Wan was finally grateful. After all, they had just survived a, a really close situation. And in that battle, he had entered a flow state where he barely had to think about what he was doing to ward off their attackers. And that is the mark of mastery. Mastery is tedious, routine-driven, and unsexy. The fundamentals are what saved his life and Qui-Gon's. Careless mistakes can happen for any reason, but they are most likely to come from excess, doing too much at once, thinking instead of acting. And so, I asked the question about my friend who fell earlier. I asked what happened. Tie your damn knots. In rock climbing, there are a few basic things that you do to not die. You inspect your harness before every climb, you inspect your rope to make sure there are no signs of damage, and then you and your partner recite some commands to each other before the climb begins, which involves doing a quality check on the mechanical devices and the quality of the knot that you have tied around your waist. But there's another knot that you have to tie. Our friend at Buzzard Rock didn't tie it, and it's one of the leading causes of death in climbing, and it is literally the most avoidable. When you're climbing, there are two ends of a rope, obviously. You're on one side of the rope, and the other side of the rope is going through the device on your hip. And on that end, you tie this thing called a stopper knot. It just keeps the rope from going through the device on your hip all the way. You know, if somebody goes unconscious, like your belayer, or your belayer drops you while you are climbing, or you run out of rope, the knot is what stops you from free-falling. Uh, it's, it's a really simple knot, like one loop and then through the hole. And when my friend was rappelling down the mountain, she didn't realize that the rock face was longer than the rope she was using, right? If it's a 30-foot rock wall, you need 30 feet of rope. And she was about 15 feet short when the rope ran out. The rope was dangling below her feet as she went down the mountain, and the bottom of the rope is 15 feet off the ground, not touching the bottom of the mountain. She had no knot at the end of the rope, and this is the number one thing that you do when you're getting prepared to climb. One of the next steps is having a buddy system, of course, where you do checks. Myself and our friends, we were working on a separate task at the time that our friend got a little bit too gung-ho and just went out over the edge without doing any checks with us. And she's lucky to be alive. Uh, you got to go through the motions. You have to mind the details. The basics 
are what save your life. The fundamentals are what set you free to do great, great things. This is the way. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I'm Stephen Kent. I host Walk the Way. It is a podcast version of our Substack. You can find all these articles, these insights from Star Wars, from movies, TV, and real life over at thisistheway.substack.com. But we are content machines. We do more. We're also on YouTube uh, doing video versions of all this kind of stuff on YouTube. Our name is Walk the Way show. So just go into the search bar, type Walk the Way show. You should find myself and my collaborator, Riley Blanton, putting these messages into new forms anywhere that you can find them. We'd love if you subscribed and join the community. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.